Welcome in to the Get Out of Porn Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilkie. This week we're discussing attunement. The idea of turning toward your spouse, especially the wounded spouse, and allowing her to feel the emotions that she feels, that she needs to feel, that she wants to feel, that she's going to feel. And being able to attune yourself to those emotions. Attunement is, or can be, one of the trickiest parts of healing because we have immediate defensiveness that goes up. And we discussed this a little bit before on the podcast of being defensive. But I was I, I run a couple of groups, and one of the groups we were discussing the idea of attunement. One of the guys was talking about being attuned to his wife and how the recovery is is made so much better when he's able to fully attune to her. Even when she's triggered, even when she is screaming at him, she's so angry and upset and hurt and and just spewing so much vitriol and bitterness and resentment toward him, he can still stay attuned. He can still be on the same emotional wavelength. And we see this in basic forms. We see this like with kids. When a kid scrapes his knee and comes to you crying, you you know, you may tell him to suck it up, but but most of the time, and that's not what you should do, most of the time you attune to him. You get on his level. Oh no, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, buddy. Whatever it may be, right? We want to attune ourselves to their emotions. If a kid comes in excited, we don't go, oh, cool. We say, wow, that's incredible. We try to match their emotional pace and emotional level. And that's really what we're looking to do with our spouse is to match them in their emotions, not matching them in their anger and and getting just as angry as them, but recognizing they're really angry. And instead of running from it, I'm attuning myself. I'm getting on that same wavelength and I'm able to feel it with them in a safe place. It's been said attunement is the reactiveness we have to another person. So it's the process by which we form relationships. If you just Google attunement, that's the first thing that will come up. It's the reactiveness we have to another person. So it's important for us to be able to connect to the other person on a very deep level. Attunement allows us to do it. So what are the enemies of attunement? First is that defensiveness. It's defensiveness. We we don't want to sit in the other person's emotions because we don't agree with them. We think they're lying. We think they're blowing it out of proportion. We think they're they're embellishing, right? It's hyperbole. This is ridiculous. And and you know what? I've been clean for the last six months. I've been sober for the last six months. How dare you get upset about this stupid thing? We might be thinking that internally. We might be wanting to react with that. It's so important for us to tune ourselves to our spouse and say, what is it that they're feeling? Their inner world is not okay. And I'm here to help them be okay. I may have created a disturbance in the inner world. I may be feeling a sense of shame, which is a lot of where defensiveness comes from. We know that they have us dead to rights. We know that that they have a right to be frustrated about these things, but we want to move past that. We want to move on. And a lot of times it's because we have not embraced forgiving ourselves. That sounds crazy, but it means we still feel a deep level of shame over what we've done and we just want them to move on and and get past that. Why do you have to bring this up? Why do you have to make me relive all of those things again? Well, maybe because that's where they are. Maybe we need to relive some of those things. Maybe we need to accept their emotions. And so the first enemy of attunement would be defensiveness. The second would be detachment. It's so easy to detach emotionally and to go back and and to basically just go blank. They come to you with heavy levels of emotion, sadness, anger, frustration, whatever it may be, hurt, grief, loss. They're coming to us with these things and it's so easy to emotionally detach. I just don't care. I, I, you know, well, I'm sorry that happened to you. 
I'm sorry for what I did. And they can tell that we're not attuned. We're not there. We're not listening. It's the same way that if a kid came to you and he was crying about, you know, his friend being mean to him, we go, oh, yep, tough. Well, is that really what your son is looking for? Is that what your daughter is looking for? Is just for you to go, tough, sorry that happened. No, they want you to pay attention. They want you to care. They want you to hug them and go, that's not fair. I'm really sorry. That's not okay. The way they treated you. Let's go deal with the situation or whatever it is. Even if you can't deal with the situation, just enough to be able to say, I care about you. I love you. And I'm sorry that happened. We want to be able to give that realistically, authentically, um, vulnerably, if that's a word, to be vulnerable about our feelings and to be able to say, instead of detaching from them, to be able to say, I'm either I'm really sorry or I hear you. I hear you and I hurt you so much. There's such a difference between basically the get over it approach or the just going numb. We call it going dorsal uh, when we when we discuss the uh, the body's nervous system. It's easy to go sympathetic, which is high levels of emotion and you're screaming at your spouse, but a lot of guys go parasympathetic. And the, the sympathetic would be more on the defensive end. Why do you always do this? And the emotion rises to get mad at them. The parasympathetic is going dorsal. That's where you shut off your emotions and you just kind of limp fish. You don't want to deal with their emotions. What that also means is if you can't handle their emotions, you have to ask yourself, how well are you handling your emotions? So the way we get out of these two gutters, kind of on, on both sides, the defensiveness or the detachment, is to be able to sit in our own emotions. When's the last time you sat in your grief? When's the last time you sat in your sadness, in your shame? And to just feel some of that. That's what they're feeling right now. They're feeling very hurt. They're feeling lost. They're feeling lonely. Can we attune to them? Can we quiet our own inner world enough to listen to them? When we are very loud internally, when we can't shut our own brains off, when we can't come face to face with what we've done and learn to forgive ourselves, then we immediately either again head for the ditch of detachment or head for the ditch of defensiveness because we can't give it to ourselves. So I can't give you what I can't give to somebody else what I can't give to myself. I don't have any of it. So if I don't have emotional stability and I'm supposed to find emotional stability in my wife coming at me, I can't do it. I, I can't even give that to myself. It's so important in the world of attunement to first attune to our own emotions. A man who shuts himself off from his own emotions or who is out of control emotionally and who's not willing to just sit in his emotions enough to come to the conclusion of where he needs to, not able to process through the trauma that uh, maybe he went through and the emotional wounds that he has, he's not able to just sit in sadness, sit in loneliness for a second. Well, then how in the world am I going to attune to my wife? How am I going to listen to her? So I know some of this has been covered on the podcast before, but I think it's really important for us to make sure our inner world is at peace so we can offer some of that peace to our spouse. So we can give them what they desperately need from us, which is somebody who is willing to listen to their internal state and who's willing to to resonate, who's willing to empathize, to say, I'm really sorry, or I hear that. It starts with you doing that to yourself. Do you listen to your own emotions or do you find yourself running to your phone, running to your addiction, running to the TV, running to work, running to a book, running to the kids, running to anybody else so as to not have to be alone with your emotions? It reminds me of that 21 Pilot song, Car Radio, where he talks about sitting in silence and, and the thoughts that come up. The, the silence is violence, I think, is the, the line in the song. 
the idea is he got his car radio stolen in college. I think it's a true story. And so he had to sit in silence. There's nothing to listen to. There's no radio. There's no anything. And the thoughts that came up weren't good. He didn't like that. Well, I would suggest, and I'm sure he has been to therapy. You need therapy if that's the case. You need to understand why you can't sit in silence because you're not comfortable with your own emotions. You're not comfortable with the thoughts that come up. Well, then your wife comes to you and she's very upset and she's emotionally wounded and she's hurt and the betrayal trauma is bouncing all over the place and you go, man, what in the world am I supposed to do? You need to attune. Attune and attach. Get into her world and treat her world as though it's the most important thing in your life. Turn the anxiety into curiosity. Man, I'm really anxious about what she's going to say. What if she brings this up? What if she brings that up? Yeah, so what if she does? Why is she bringing it up? She's wounded. She's hurt. Why is she hurt? Why is she wounded? Well, because I did this to her. Can I live with that? Can I forgive myself enough to get into her world to stop beating myself up where I need to detach or I need to defend? Can I just listen to her and understand her inner world and empathize and sympathize and give her all of the love in the world? If we are at peace internally with ourselves, I can then give it to her. So be at peace. Be at peace. And if you're not at peace, understand why you're not at peace. Dig deep. Listen to what's going on. And then listen to your wife. And maybe you need to apologize. Maybe you need to go back and you need to say, I'm really sorry that I have not attuned myself to you. I've been so busy defending myself. I've been so busy running from my own emotions and running from my own thoughts that I have failed to adequately listen to yours. I failed to be there for you and I'm sorry. That's not fair. That's not okay. But I'm here for you now. I'm here to listen to what you have to say. And she may say the most brutal things because she's hurt. Hurt people hurt people. But you need to attune. Turn down the inner voices inside and just listen to hers. That defensive part that wants to come up from the IFS perspective that wants to come up and wants to defend everything, that it really it's protecting you. It's protecting you from feeling rejectable, from feeling unworthy of love. We need to say, no, I know I'm worthy of love. And I know my addiction doesn't make me unworthy of love. And I know whatever my wife says doesn't make me unworthy of love. And if she didn't love you, she wouldn't still be here. She'd be gone. Let that spur you on to the ability to attune yourself to her. Treat it as though this is you're, you're tuning your instrument to the same frequency, right? To the same, the same level. Oh, we're doing the song in A or in D or whatever, D minor. Like, I'm, I'm not a music guy, so I'm going to quickly out myself as an idiot if I keep talking about music. You need to be on the same frequency, the same wavelength, the same tone, the same pitch. If you're not figure out why. That's attunement. That's the importance of attunement. Your wife will never fully be heard. And this isn't just for addicts. And this isn't just about your addiction. This isn't just about betrayal trauma. This is about learning to do this with everyone in your life. This addiction is an intimacy disorder. It's about us not being able to attach to people in our lives, not being able to listen and to be there because we're so busy worrying about ourselves, but not really. We're not really listening to ourselves. We're so busy running from ourselves. Don't do it. Learn to do this with everyone in your life, to listen to them, to attune to them. And notice how much more people are willing to open up with you when you just have a posture of attunement, when you have a posture of not always having to cut across them, not always having to be the smartest in the room, not always having to be defensive, not always having to to prove who you are, just to listen to them. Who are they? 
Can I appreciate them? Can I listen to them? Can I accept them? That's what I need. It's so important for us to attune. I hope this has helped. I hope this has been something that you can practice with your wife. There's always times where you can practice this, and it literally is every single time you talk. Don't be distracted. Put the phone down. Turn the TV off. Whatever it needs to be, look her in the eye, hold her hand, and say, I'm here for you. I'm listening. It may be cheesy. You may say, oh, well, that seems really forced. Yeah, you might have to force it at first. If you're not good at this, you will have to force it at first. But your wife will be so grateful for your attunement, for you actually listening, caring, paying attention, and being there for her. Practice that this week. Practice it with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. Can you accept your emotions? Can I accept Joe's emotions? Can I attune myself to my own emotions or am I too busy running from them? Attune to yourself. Attune to your spouse. Attune to your kids. To those in your life. If you're not married, work on attunement with other people in your life. Your co-workers. Whatever it may be. Get on their emotional frequency. This is part of emotional intelligence. But this will so greatly serve you in life. Not just with your addiction. But it absolutely will help us out of our addiction. We'll feel more connected to people than ever. Once again, hope this has helped, and I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. 